0: Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hi folks, thank you for joining me again today. I hope it's a great day for you. I hope you're out making a difference for the cause of Jesus Christ and you're living for Him. But I hope you enjoy life. I hope you do things that are fun. If you like to play tennis, hey, go out and play tennis. Play for the glory of God. If you like to golf, go out and hit some golf balls. Man, I like to golf, but I certainly don't golf well, but I like to do it. Do some things you enjoy, but never forget who you serve, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for another great day, a day we can worship you and praise you, a day that you can lead us, and God, open up doors for us, that people will see you in us. May the power of God unfold in our lives in a mighty and powerful way. I give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, the last couple days I've talked about authenticity of being a Christian. I've talked about the real deal. I've used a lot of passage of scriptures from the Apostle Paul in Philippi and Colossae and over in Galatia and in Corinth. And I've been to some of those places when I was in Israel. And folks, it's, it's they're the real deal. This is no... This is no fantasy. This is truth, God's truth, and it's it's so interesting when you go there and you see the Bible come to life and you see those places that are talked about. I mean, it is amazing, and I'm just uh, I, it changed my life when I went to Israel years ago. And I tell you what, I root for Israel. I am a boy when I read the Old Testament and I read prophecy. I'm telling you what. I, am, I follow Israel and pray that God protects them and, and leads them, And but I, he wants all of us to follow him. Lord, we love you. Thank you for the day, and God bless it in Jesus' name, amen. Being authentic means you stay grounded. You stay grounded in the Word of God. You stay grounded in your faith. You know whom you believe, and you know why you believe it. You know that Jesus Christ is first place, and he should be first place in your life, and you do what that takes to keep him there, to keep him on the throne. What does that mean? That means you follow the precepts laid out in the Word of God. You follow his truth. You live the best way you know how. Now, are you perfect? No, you're not perfect, and I'm not perfect. The Lord says we've all sinned, and we've all fallen short of the glory of God, but we don't continue in our sin, We pick up the pieces. We move forward. And God, help us. Give us discernment. You need to pray that every day. Lord, give me discernment. I say that every day. I don't pray that every day. I need to also, is to say, Lord, give me discernment on these choices that I'm going to make. God, I want your will to be done. I pray about a lot of things. Lately, I've been praying about uh, my wife's uh, Social security and and uh, her health insurance because we haven't heard word yet it's been five or six weeks the time you hear this message it'll be two months I hope I hope by the time you hear this message that I've heard from Social Security and I've heard from insurance so we can uh, get on with life and that she can start getting a check and we don't have to you know be quite as tight but you know I pray about it Lord, be in the center of this. I pray about people that are ill and sick. I got a friend. His name is Darren. I've told you before that his jaw is, he has full of cancer, and, and it's not a good picture for him. They have not painted a good picture. He has hospice with him now, and he's a young man. And he's probably in his mid-50s and i'm just praying every every day i pray that god would provide a miracle and i'm just ho- hoping and praying that he will but he's in god's hands we got to leave things before god we got to be authentic before god we got to stay grounded in the things of god being authentic means you need not to need all life's pleasures to be happy You don't rely on the pleasures of life for your happiness. You rely on the King of kings and the Lord of lords to be in your life, that he will direct you. Oh, he'll give you happiness. He'll give you joy. You know, there's that old song, if you want joy, real joy, wonderful joy, let Jesus come into your heart. Your sins he'll wash away. You know, and it goes on and on. And that's exactly what he wants you to do in your life. He wants your sins washed away. He wants you to enjoy life, and he's going to give you great pleasure and happiness in life if you're authentic and you have a relationship with him that is grounded in the things of God. Being authentic means it's very important for you to love others. Love the Lord thy God with all your heart, soul, and mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. Learning to love others. Well, Pastor, I don't agree with them. I didn't ask you to agree with them. The Bible didn't ask you to agree with them. But you love them. You love them with the love of the Lord. You can say, I love you with the love of the Lord. There's an old song that goes like, oh, I love you with the love of the Lord. Yes, I love you with the love of the Lord. I can see in you the glory of our King. Uh, On and on and on. Ain't that funny? I so so many songs come to my mind. I think it was because, you know, I used to lead worship when I was young at a small church. And and I'm not a very good worship leader, but I, I used to. They needed somebody, and I I just happened to do it. But I think of songs all the time. And that's why I like all the songs, old songs, the hymns, the choruses, things I grew up with, because they come to mind when I'm studying the Word of God and when I'm listening to what God would have for me. And sometimes I was in the shower this morning and singing to the lord i love that you know being authentic means it's very important to love others as i said but also being authentic means you can acknowledge your faults yes we have faults i certainly probably have more than you and i i acknowledge those faults i acknowledge sometimes i don't listen like i should i acknowledge that i'm not as i'm not as, I, I'm not as perfect as I should be. I know we're not perfect, but I, you know, I'd like to, I'd like to be better. I'd like not to, to get my dander up when, when somebody zips by me at a hundred miles an hour and, and about hits me in the car. I'd like not to get excited about that, but sometimes I do. And sometimes I, you know, when you get some people make you mad, the the. they, they They literally blaspheme God. Oh, it angers me. I get angered, you know, and I've got faults. Like we all have faults, but he is there to heal us. And we recognize we're not perfect. If you go out thinking you are the perfect Christian, that you have a monopoly on Christianity, folks, guess what? You're going to fall and you're going to fall hard. And I don't want you to do that. I want you to walk in his presence. Being authentic means you listen To the Lord's promptings, What is the Lord prompting you to do in your life? How is he leading you? Where does he want you to go? How does he want you involved in your church family? I can tell you this. I believe he wants you involved in your church family one way or the other. And I believe he wants you in a church family. I tell you this all the time, you know. Get involved in a good Bible-believing church that's maybe close to your home, and so your kids can be involved and whatever it might be. But, you know, get involved. Don't just be there as a, somebody who pops in and pops out every day in and day out. We need people who will say, Pastor, I want to be a part of this church. And when I mean a part, I want to be a part. I want to help change the culture of the world by doing my part. And you know what? God will open up a door for you. And boy, I tell you what, you can be used because we need people to be used by God. I'm telling you, in children's ministry and youth ministry all the time, they need helpers. My, my children's ministry uh, needs, needs people to step up and say, hey, we're going to work with the kids at least once a month or something like that. Sometimes we don't want to make commitments to anything dealing with the church because we're too busy in the world. Folks, we need to train up our children the way they should go. So when they're old, they won't depart from it. Folks, it's important for us to stay involved with ministry in our lives. And you say, well, I'm folk, Pastor, I'm an old guy. I'm an old dude. Well, I say that about myself. i am be 67 here in a week, a week and a half. And, you know, and I'm getting older, but there's people older than me. Well, they come. Every Tuesday to this joy group we have on Tuesday afternoon mornings at 10 a.m. for a teaching, and folks, there's 50 of them that come every Tuesday. They come and they participate because they want to learn, they want to continue growing. They're not saying, "Well, I'm too old. I can't. I I don't need to grow anymore. I've been church enough." They love being together. Absolutely love being together, and it's a tight-knit group, and it's grown from little to—it just keeps growing. And this during the pandemic, it's still going. And I, I tell you what, someday I, there may be a hundred in that room because they just love being together, love serving. Well, Philippians, Paul says to the church of Philippi, as he said so many things, chapter 1, verse 27, let me read a few verses today. Whatever happens— Conduct yourself in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. Conduct yourself in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. Live a good life. Live a holy life. Live the best life you can live. You know when you're sinning. You know when you've turned your back on God. God knows. Then whether I come and see you or hear about you in my absence, I will know that you stand firm in one spirit, striving together as one for the faith and the gospel without being frightened in any way by those who oppose you. This is a sign to them that they will be destroyed, but that you will be saved, and that is by God. For it has been granted to you on behalf of Christ, not only to believe in him, but also to suffer for him. Since you are going through the same struggle you saw I had, and now hear that I still, ha- still have. You know, he's saying, look, you're going to go through some of the same things. You know, you're going to go through the same struggles. The Apostle Paul had a lot of struggles. He had a lot of issues. There's I, he, he wasn't a perfect man. He had faults. You know, he was smart. He went through some great teaching in life, but he didn't always make the best decisions. People of God, you don't always make the best decisions, but when you realize that you're not, turn it around. When you realize you need the help of God, call upon him. When you realize that you failed, say, Lord, I'm sorry. I want to keep going the right direction. And just like if you treat somebody poorly, you apologize. Lord, you tell them, Johnny, I'm sorry. I, I treated you poorly. To have the guts to admit it. Admit it to God. God knows it anyway. He just wants to hear you say, hey, forgive me, Lord, and walk with me, because he wants to be in touch with you. He wants a relationship with you. He cares deeply for you. Do you care deeply for him. I hope so. I hope so. I thank you for listening today. God is good. His mercies are everlasting. He's got a great plan for your life. Stay upbeat. Stay positive. Share the good news with someone. Have a great day. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208 362 1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.